0: Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. It's good to be back once again. Manny Garavito, your host here. Who else would it be? Uh, Why did I take a mini break here? Well, a couple of things happened. I think the last one I did was during the uh, Super Bowl uh, weekend here in Miami. And uh, a little after that, I went to Los Angeles to work on a project, meet up with some friends, and go through a business seminar to level up. Every once in a while, we got to upgrade. You know, there's a a thing called change that happens. And I had a calling for it. Took a business seminar, implemented a couple of things. And then I took another week off because I went over to New Orleans. Oh, get this. I went to New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Kind of for like a vacation. And uh, I never knew I had it in me, but I didn't drink one drop of alcohol. That's when I knew I have the willpower to guide my life. What a what a double whammy, huh? You go to a business seminar, you get all amped up and motivated, thinking that you're gonna make a difference in your business, and then you go to Mardi Gras, stone sober, everybody's drinking around you at Mardi Gras, and you have, well, I should say, I had the discipline to say no to drinks. Was it hard? Oh, yes. A lot of people were having fun, and one of the worst things That people will tell you when they go through a phase of sobriety is you don't need to drink alcohol to have a good time. And let me just tell you, that's absolutely false. Everybody was having a better time than I was. Have you ever been to Mardi Gras? It's kind of like you're in a Where's Waldo book. Everyone, everyone is there to drink and to have a great time. And believe me when I tell you, every single nook and cranny, of the French Quarter, which is the area that Bourbon Street is in in New Orleans was having an amazing time and all I had to do was just look in any direction and you could see it. You could see it in their face. Just they're just lit with excitement and a mischievous look to their face that just they they just want to do stuff. What? I don't know, but they're going to do stuff. And I saw the most random things like first of all the outfit it's kind of like Halloween but outside of October uh, I didn't see much floats I did wake up one morning and I saw a couple of them going by the street but it wasn't as big as I thought they would be besides I think that the people drunk in the streets were a lot better way more entertaining than the floats because people were already drinking at 10 in the morning and believe me when I tell you that the drinks that they serve in New Orleans some of the hardest drinks that you've ever, <laughs> not that I would know of, but from what I read, there's a, there's, for example, there's a drink that I saw advertised everywhere called New Orleans Own Hand Grenade. And it's from a bar called the Tropical Isle. I think they trademarked it. And I wanted to see what was in it because they said it was kind of like a secret or something like that. Or maybe that the fact that the ingredients or the combination of ingredients were trademarked since like 1986 or something. I don't know. I try to get into the history as much as I can. And this is what I r- realized about that drink. It's 190% grain alcohol and it's 190% proof. Can you believe that? 190%, is it, points, percent, whatever. All I know is that it'll get you lit. Everybody in the streets was drinking this thing. I was curious, right? But, I, you know, like I said, sober, didn't drink anything. Okay, but from what I saw, everything around Mardi Gras was amazing, and I kind of felt it. I felt it. You know, if I were to be drinking, I would actually consider going back to Mardi Gras on one of my da- one of my years of of no longer being sober, just to experience it. Hell, it'd probably be cheap to go back. You won't need a hotel since you'll be sleeping on Bourbon Street. I saw people in the streets asleep, just in in the middle of the street. Bourbon Street is so much fun because there's bars and restaurants and tourists and locals. and Wow, just to describe it and and to see all these people just enjoying the, the company of each other as a unit. It was something I've never experienced in my whole life, to see people... Like in this vibe or in this group ju- groove just sharing, you know, these memories or lack thereof from drinking. But yeah, I'd go back. Did I see some breasts? Yes, it's true. The ladies do show breasts for beads depending if your timing is right. And I think New Orleans is a good place for that to occur. Anywhere else there would be confetti and waivers of consent papers all over the floor. And only women apparently can can show body parts because I'm pretty sure that if a guy exposed himself for beads he's going to jail, right? Am I right? No one's going to throw beads at your dick. But when you're up in a balcony, get this, I was in a fancy restaurant having a nice little creole infused dinner and I got to admit that's way better than going to a strip club to see the to see the ladies getting topless while you're having a nice steak and some and a and a bucket of crawfish, you just look down and there they are, just, just waving for beads, and the people that were there, they had, I don't know, like pockets full of them. They were just throwing it out. It's just, just getting flashbacks of just how crazy it really got. Apparently, it lasts for like a whole month. I was there on the final two two days of Mardi Gras. I was there on the final two days, and I think the the final day is called Fat Tuesday, and then the day after was ash Wednesday. And I think there might be like some cult uh, some yeah, like some cult thing going on to it or or what else do they call it? like uh pagan had a, like a little pagan thing to it cuz I tried to again I tried to get into the history of of New Orleans and Mardi Gras. Apparently New Orleans is a, is a city that's well known for uh, the history and voodoo. One of a couple of museums there in New Orleans uh two voodoo museums. And you know the religion is pretty fascinating, to say the least. I mean, the, the the little idols and the voodoo dolls and the paintings, and it's, it's very foreign to me. Never really dabbled in that stuff, but to be surrounded by it and by a culture that has a history with voodoo is interesting. Um, I also went to a very weird museum called the Museum of Death or something like that. And I don't know if you've ever experimented with watching like Faces of Death videos, but it's got that vibe where they talk about serial... Well, you walk in and there's exhibitions about serial killers and there's exhibitions about Dr. Kevorkian and there's skulls and and authentic shrunken heads and and like uh, stuffed animals. It's just... It was kind of weird, but to be honest... Very refreshing. Never really been to anything like that. Very gory, too. There's some areas in that museum that were extremely uh, bloody and gruesome. And in the back, they had this screening of videos of, uh, what do you call them? Um, What's the word? What's the word when when people are, are dying on camera? There's a name for it, but i I can't quite recall it. And the irony of the whole thing was that while they were playing these videos in the back room they they were playing like this uh goofy jazz or like like Benny Hill music <laughs> Oh, snuff, that's the word I'm looking for. Snuff videos. There were snuff videos in the back, and uh, they were playing <laughs> they were playing like goofy music and uh all right i was <laughs> it was odd i never I've never seen that but but it's uh it's funny the way they they did it It's kinda like just so you you don't become too disgusted by the attempt of showing you death on video that they played that music anyways I also went to the World War two museum, which was amazing um arsenals of democracy was awesome like this there was this wing there where The museum showcased the kind of weapons and artillery that were used during World War II, as well as short little mini-documentaries of the heroism that was involved. And I just got to admit, everything about New Orleans, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed everything about New Orleans. It was so much fun. And just to see so much diversity. The level of black and white people hanging out together is unmatched. In my experience, anywhere, in any other area, you think Miami's a melting pot? Wait till you go to New Orleans. There's Haitian, Creole, uh, Japanese, white people, lots of white people, lots of black folks all coming together, just having a good time and just talking in the streets. And I mean, I saw an old white dude, like the kind of white dudes that like has like, you know, the kind of life that wouldn't come anywhere near a black person in New Orleans and to see a lady a black lady from New Orleans talking to this guy and carrying a conversation in a way that was sincere and authentic and it you, you, as I was as I was walking by uh this duo like I just I just was so shocked by it I've never seen anything like it where you know two people from two extreme cultures um just came together and and i don't know the communication was just so real anyways i had a good time i really enjoyed it it's going to be back in miami though it's going to be back doing this podcast and catching up with you and sharing um let's get into the announcements real quick so the uh, sunset yard on saturday nights have really been blowing up i want to thank all the people at la pizza for uh, having this venue right next door. The events there have have been amazing. Um, I landed just Saturday, 2 o'clock. Took a quick nap because I was jet-lagged. Drove over to uh, Sunset Yard, and it was slammed. Standing room only. Comedians working out, doing their thing. And this month, uh, the month of March, now that we're um, almost in, uh, is it spring yet? Are we in spring? I think it's in March, right? right? Yeah. Uh, you know, this new uh, season coming upon us, a lot of good things are coming. Um, we're going to work on something called the March Madness competition where people, uh, comedians here in Miami are going to be uh, going through like a little uh, competitive competitiveness phase in our comedy show. So uh, I'm getting a final headcount on how many participants are involved and this is going to be by far one of the fairest competitions that has ever been done in Miami in terms of comedy because there's no eligibility; anyone can join, and uh, we won't get judges only to choose who the winners are. The audience will choose the winners, and there'll be multiple events rather than just one main event. I think this way we can get kind of get like those variables coming in, those wild cards, and have different winners every single time, and and just make it completely. How I how would I say? Just make it so that it's not obvious who's going to win. <laughs> For lack of a better term, not to make the competition too obvious. Because there's some competitions here in Miami that I look at the last three, and I just know who's going to win. It's obvious. However, if we do like a March Madness style, where it's like a bracket style competition, and people got to work their way to the finals, Those variables can sneak in, you know, all the dynamics of that. So make sure you keep an eye out for the March Madness Miami Comedy Competition. Um, I'll be announcing a lot of hard details real soon, such as dates, venues, uh, tickets, prizes, you name it. It's all coming together shortly. Just keep your eye out for it. Uh, Mondays at Red Bar, we got a brand new stage. I got a brand new spotlight. Sweet Caroline's also popping off. Starts now at 8 o'clock. We're starting the open mic early at 8. And then we're going to do the main show at 9. Then we've got Grails Winwood. Oh, that's right. A brand new comedy night has emerged from Tuesdays. Uh, for, so we got two shows on Tuesday. We got Sweet Caroline and we got Grails and Winwood. Now Grails and Winwood is This new spot is kind of like a sneaker sports bar, but right outside, there's this really nice seating area with a wall that we can perform in. We did two shows so far. Both have been great turnouts, and it's just amazing. So make sure you keep an eye out as well for Grail's Winwood Comedy Night, Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock. So Tuesdays kind of works like this. 8 o'clock, we start at Sweet Caroline. We do the open mic. Then we start to showcase at 9 Then once the Grail Showcase is over, we're going to do the open mic there, probably around 10, 30, 11 o'clock until the end of the show. So that's good to know that we're able to do two shows in one night, hopefully more in the near future, thanks to all the people out there that are supporting live stand-up comedy. Barter Comedy Night now is uh, free for those that RSVP and arrive before 9. After 9 o'clock is a $10 admission fee. And when you get inside, it's a two-drink minimum, but get this. We're setting it up, we're positioning just right to start bringing in some headliners, okay? So if you want to see some headlining comedians coming down and performing, especially in a popular area like Winwood, Barter Comedy Night is going to be the place to go. Starting off with April 1st, the, uh, the very funny, Caleb Stewart from Washington, D.C. will be gracing the stage at Barter on April 1st, April Fool's Day. Very funny dude, very talented, was featured on Comedy Central stand-up, and I can't wait to showcase him here in Miami for all the people that love to laugh. So if you want to get some Washington, D.C. comedy, if you want to experience that, Wednesday, April 1st, we also have, of course, the joke-off, we've got the roast comedy competition, and we've got showcases in the mar- in the month of March, so make your RSVPs in advance and arrive at 4-9 so you can get in for free. Thursday nights is poppin'. Uh, one of the fastest rooms I've ever uh, built and, and, and grew. Uh, to be honest, I really don't know how. Maybe it's because word of mouth or how amazing the venue is because it's an outdoor venue. Uh, it just doesn't fail to deliver Thursday nights at Mr. Wright's Gold Digger Saloon has always been amazing since we picked it up on Thursday. Uh, that's free to attend. Just make your reservations in advance. Arrive right, before 9 o'clock because the seating there is very limited. And like I mentioned, Saturday is the Sunset Yard. Pretty soon we're going to be getting a Sunday night. Um, I'm in the works of on a Friday. I mean, I'm out there spectating, making sure I'm getting the right places. So um, it's always good to make announcements, and it's always good to get the right partnerships in order to get these shows rolling. I've also got other projects. If you haven't done so, be sure to visit ComedyCalendar.com, especially if you're from out of town. Places like Tampa, Orlando, Georgia, New York, North Carolina, Vegas, Chicago. We got shows from all over the USA on ComedyCalendar.com. And I'm working with a brand new way to deliver content through there. I recently just made a video tour for Hilarity's Comedy Club in Cleveland. So go on the website, check out the blog, and uh, give me some feedback. I'm always willing to get some feedback to kind of implement it and make the business grow. Info at ComedyCalendar.com. One more project, ComedyColony.com. I know, how many projects am I getting? I just, hey, listen, I know it's a lot. I get it, but I got to do this, okay? This is my life's work. <laughs> I decided to start a brand new project once I realized that if if we networked as comedians, we can start getting some gigs. As a matter of fact, the March Madness competition is going to be through ComedyColony.com. So the initial idea of Comedy Colony is a networking site for comedians to find gigs amongst ourselves and get more control of our comedy career, I'm a living testament about it. Make sure you become an in, if you're a comedian listening in on this, make sure you become an independent comedian starting as early as possible because I I really am doubling down and believing that that is the future of the industry of stand up comedy, being an independent performer. All right, guys, that's it for the Miami Comedy Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode.